Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in April and May, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Monte Cristo, Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana, El Principe, Cohiba, Siglo 5, H. Upman, Half Corona, and Hoyo de Monterey, Double Corona. And for New Worlds, we've got E.P. Carillo, Allegiance, in Sidekick, Davidoff, Late Hour, in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro, Nicaragua Sonata, in Maestro, Dunbarton, Tobacco and Trust, Sin Compromiso, Selección No. 4, and the Davidoff, Winston Churchill, in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. It's a handcrafted and artisan story built with a strong foundation by two legends, Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame, and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire line is crafted by Rob and Hamlet and refined with feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can jump on the FOH forum right now and post reviews and comments that go straight to the powers that be. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners. Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off Puro Desnudo Ninfas N7, five packs and 50 count bundles using promo code FAB5, that's F-A-B-5, right now at Fabrica005.com. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over 125 bucks US. This offer only lasts one more week. Again, use code FAB5 for 10% off Ninfa's five packs and 50 count bundles for the next week at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Senator Pagoda, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 38th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss legendary Cuban tobacco farmer, Don Alejandro Robena. We reveal one of the lizard's greatest cigars of all time, and Bam refuses to share cigars with Pagoda, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar and enjoy, as we pair Akashi White Oak Japanese Whiskey with the Vegas Robena Unicos. Another Cuban pyramid on the pod tonight. We continue our battle of the pyramids with the Vegas Robania Unicos, which is a 52 ring gauge by six and an eighth inches cigar. And since I got these boxes, uh, this box, guys, I, um, I've really kind of been enamored with the wrapper on it. Yeah. Like every time I open the box, it's like, I don't want to use the word optical illusion, but it's just for some reason when these all are sitting in, the, in, in a row, mm-hmm. you know, 13 in a row on the top of the box, it's just like, it's like mesmerizing how good these cigars look. This is a Colorado wrapper, right? On this? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they call it a Colorado, but... That's what I've read. Really? Yep, just earlier today. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's accurate. I mean, from, like, Denver? (laughs) (laughs) Denver Cigar... (laughs) DenverCigars.com. That's where I get my info. (laughs) So this is from the Upman Factory, GEM, uh, September 2021. 
GM so is good. GM's a, a good, good box code. code. Yeah. So I've only had one out of the uh, this box when I got it. I got it about probably, what, two months ago, I'd say? Two, three months ago. I haven't had another one since that first one. It was good. Uh, it wasn't great, but I think it was just a little too humid. So we'll see how we do in the pond. So. Yeah, FOH, actually, when they reviewed the stick, yeah. it was the same box code. Really? Oh, GM, good. GM, uh, maybe it was May or Good, okay. Well, I'm hopeful, and uh, I guess we'll see how we do. But let's cut this thing, boys. See what we're getting on the uh, cold draw. The wrapper. We have a lot of love for Vegas Robania in this room. We could talk about that in a little bit. But they only make two cigars right now. They make this, the Unicos, and they make the uh, Famosas. The Famosas, which is a Hermosa, like a number four Corona Extra little thing. It's only five inches long, 48 ring gauge. So I like the wrapper. It smells great. It does. The wrapper smells great. And wow, the cold draw puts off a lot of flavor. Mm. Mm. It's like fruity. Yeah. Bake, uh, maybe a tad baking spice. I don't. I hesitate to use the word leather because I don't mean it in a Sir Winston type of sense. Leather. No, there is leather. But there's something there that's a little leathery. Like old, like yeah. old leather. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I can see that. It tastes old. What year is this? Twenty-one. Oh boy. These are young babies. Interesting. Like I said, hopefully the uh, hopefully the moisture is is handled appropriately. They've been in my tower for about two months. So. And do you get chocolate when you smell the wrapper? I do. On the wrapper, yeah. absolutely chocolate. Like cocoa. I like guess. Cof- like coffee. Yeah, I get the cocoa. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a really beautifully constructed cigar. Like I said, the wrapper I think is, is 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 rustic. I want to say, but it's it's really well constructed. It sounds it sounds great. How much are these? It looks great. That's a really good question. Right now, I mean, after the price jump, oh, no one are, knows what things are. Yeah, I mean, they're probably more, but... uh, they're probably twenty bucks a stick. Okay. Now, wow. that's... you know, before I think when I bought these, I got them for like fourteen or fifteen. Wow. I think now they're about probably about twenty. Okay. So the good old days, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, let's light this thing. The Vegas Robania Unicos. Again, it's a pyramid, 52 ring gauge by six and one eighth inches. And we have high hopes for this thing. You really got to light this thing. Yeah, yep. you do. I've found that with every one of these that I've had, it really takes a lot of flame. I don't mind it, though. Like Bam said, it smells incredible. It smells it so smell good. good. Yeah. All right, let's see what yeah, we're doing. I've here. gone through probably half a tank of butane <laughs> through going just to light this. Mm, that's good. Milk chocolate. Yeah. Coffee, right? Coffee with cream. Cafe con leche. It really reminds me of an Upman too, which we haven't done yet on the pod, but it kind of it's in that family for me. I kind of think as far you're right. as flavor. I agree with that. Just yeah. for, with this, though, I, I feel like richer, this darker more, flavors. Deeper, in it. deeper yeah. flavors of Upman too. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, you get you get leather. I mean, I, I get some leather and like definitely like leather, co- chocolate, like coffee, coffee, coffee. Oh, I definitely get the coffee and little, little fruity co- and little cocoa and little, little fruit, dried fruit. Yeah, very all, complex. All those things make for a great, great start. So if the whole cigar. Would taste like the beginning. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be know, a 10. You would have many nines in this room. Never the case. <laughs> a lot of nines and tens. Yeah. You know, so, so far, uh, the Battle of the Pyramids, let's go through what we've done. We did... Uh, BBF. The, well, BBF, I guess, is a Bellicoso. We'll kind of count it, but Monty we won't. Monty 2. Monty 2. Right. We've done the P2. Yep. P2. Uh, we did the 
San Cristobal. Uh, oh, the La Punta. La Punta. We'll count that. We'll put that one on the bench. That's in the garbage can right now. But. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do the Upman two. We didn't do the Upman two. Or, no. the, or the uh, Diplo two. And the Diplo two. And I think that's kind of covered. We did the P two as well. Yes, yeah. we did the P two. So we're kind of yeah. We have a couple left, but a wonderful Vitola from Habana. This is this is fantastic. What was our rating on the Monte two compared to the E two? The P two. Oh, P two. I mean. Was uh, the Monty higher or was the P2 higher? I don't remember. We'd have to look. Yeah. I vaguely remember the P2 being a bit higher. Yeah, but I think the Monty 2 did perform well and it was did. surprising. And in it was room. delicious. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think both of them were in the eights. Worth looking up. Yeah, I, I, I can. This so far has like more strength than any of the torpedoes that we have had so far. Even more than the P2, I think. I agree. Definitely, with that. Yeah, definitely I, the Monty too for sure. Yeah, but the Can't more more body, that. more body, more like concentrated flavors. Mm-hmm. I think a hundred percent more than the P two. All of them. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Would you call this a full cigar so for for I, habanos some, for habanos? I would. I think this is probably on the higher end. Well, the, I mean, we just lit it, right? So let's see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But the reason I'm saying that is just I, I feel like most cigars on the light start off as light as they're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. And they only pick up in strength if they're even going to pick up. So the fact that this already, I think, starts full. Yeah. I mean, it, it can only get stronger from here. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like it, Pagoda? No, I'm really enjoying it. I'm uh, actually pleasantly surprised. I think because of that increasing strength profile, Puga yeah. would probably throw it down in about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but he does love an Upman, too. And I do think that this is, mm-hmm. it's kind of in the wheelhouse, maybe a little bit more of an oomph as of right this second. Yeah, and, I love you know love the Upman too, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't oh. wait to do that cigar. Spectacular cigar. So uh, the Unicos uh, comes in box of uh, it only comes in dress box of twenty five, uh, and it was it was originally released in nineteen ninety seven, which is when the Vegas Robinho Marca was initially launched by Habanos, and the namesake uh, Vegas Robinho is named after uh, the very very famous. Cuban tobacco farmer, Don Alejandro Robania, where if you bought a box of Vegas Robania cigars prior to 2022, his face, his, uh, his likeness was actually on each of the boxes. And they actually just recently changed that. I don't know if you guys saw, there's a little bit of an uproar. They've I, pulled why his... Why did they change it? I actually liked it. You know why yeah. I think they did? It's on our classicos boxes we have. <laughs> you know why I think they did? This guy's is, a legend. <laughs> this is the rumor, is they're trying to create more... He's a lizard. They're try- <laughs> the OG lizard. He w- they're trying to create more white space on the boxes for the various uh, warning labels that governments impose on cigars. That's kind of the idea of. So they're just trying to create more space so that they don't cover stuff. Why even bother yeah. to accommodate any of that? I know, I know. <laughs> well, call Habanos, but um, so Don uh, Don Alejandro Robania, like I said, very famous. He's one of the most famous ever and what's interesting about him legend and what's interesting about him is that out of the farmers in the vuelta abajo region in cuba each of don uh don alejandro's harvests 80 percent of what he harvested was deemed fit for use compared to 35 percent average for every other farmer so this guy became a legend of growing harvesting and producing just really high quality tobacco and then 
efficiently producing. Exactly. And then they gave him, uh, they, you know, they created a, a, a marker, you know, uh, so celebrating d- him. Does he produce tobacco for other brands or is it just his? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a producer for many, many years. I mean, he died in 2009. Um, so he was a very, you know, in the rise of Habanos and 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, he was one of the premier farmers of, of Cuban So I guess on the, on the band uh, of the cigar, there's a, there's a year on this, 1845. Any idea what that means? Apparently, the Robania family, that is when they started producing tobacco in Cuba, uh, was in the Vuelta Abajo region. They started producing tobacco in 1845. But he himself became a legend because he really revolutionized the process of planting, growing, and harvesting tobacco. So it took from 1845 to 19... Yeah, 1997. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it took till 1997 until they gave him his own marker, but wow. that's how revolutionary this he's guy a, He's was. a perfectionist. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, like we said, there's only two current production cigars uh, currently being made by Robania, uh, by Habanos, and that's the, the Famosos and the Unicos. Uh, and then they had some very popular cigars that were discontinued, including the Don Alejandro, which was a double Corona, which is a stab in my heart because I, I wish there were more mm-hmm. Habanos double Coronas. More, Lu- you know, Lucy's, Gigantes, and, and Hoyos. I mean, there's That's not a ton it. of them out there. Yeah. And then, of course, boys, our favorite, the legend, the Vegas Robinia Classicos. The best. The, the best ever. That is the GOAT. The Michael Jordan of yeah. Cubans. So that was an also original release. It was at Lonsdale, 42 ring gauge by six and a half. And that was discontinued in 2012. So I got to tell you, that specific cigar was the cigar that changed my whole perspective about cigars. Not even just Cuban cigars. Because mm-hmm. I had only had a few before you really, you gave me that cigar rooster. You gave all, you know, you introduced it to all of us. Actually, I think Puba, Puba, yeah. Puba gave us the first one. So he gave yeah. me the cigar. Rooster gave me the first cigar, but Puba brought it to the group, uh, and that cigar changed my perspective on what Same. a great cigar is. Same. I mean, I'll never forget where I was, the circumstances, the temperature outside, what was on TV. It was <laughs> one of those pivotal moments in my, in my. I, I, I hesitate to say the word life, but it's so foundational for my love of cigars we how old were you guys <laughs> <laughs> 12 <laughs> we didn't no. all have that together did we no no so no. how how that started and this all starts with puba puba had gotten not a box but yeah. some singles I, of them yeah and he came by the lounge here it was just me and him one night and he's like Senator, you have to try this cigar. And at the time, I wasn't really smoking anything smaller in ring gauge than a Robusto. That was like my go-to. So this was a Lonsdale. So I'm like, okay, this is a smaller ring gauge. Um, I had never actually had a Vegas Robania until that point. So I wasn't familiar with the brand. So I was highly skeptical going in. And Puba just kept saying, trust me, you're going to be blown away when you have this cigar. And kind of like you said, you remember exactly where you were and like everything happening. Like I was sitting right here where I am right now and right on the light. I could not believe how incredible the flavor was in that cigar. And um, then I was gushing about this. I think Rooster was talking to the next day. So then I think Puba had started sharing with uh, everyone else. And I think everyone's review was unanimous. Like we love that cigar. Then you bought... A few boxes. So Rooster found a source for them. 
Right. We all bought a box. Yeah. yeah. I got one box. I, I have a box. Oh, okay. box. Yeah, we all have the same date, same code. And I got my first one from Senator. Okay. That's right. Uh, yeah. That night at my uh, at my place. I'm Dude, back. I was in your seat, Gizmo. Yep. And I, I was kind of speechless for a while, but I started gushing about the cigar. Yeah, it was it's, just, it's, that, it was, it's that good. It's a game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Senator said, "The Michael Jordan of cigars." Yeah. Yeah. Very it, it to me is the goat of cigars to me of all time. I have a box of probably 15 of them. I just ignore that I have them because I don't, I haven't pulled one out in a year, year and a half, probably. Same. I, the, the last time I opened it was like a year ago, giving one to Bam. I mean, yep. it's just, we can't replace them. So wow. I'm so hesitant to pull for one now. Yeah. Is it really that hard to find? They're, they're gone. F- they're, they haven't made them since 2012. Ten, I know they that. haven't made them in 10 years. They've got to be somewhere in the world in some collection. Somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, is. singles, but no one's got multiple, like yeah. tons of boxes of those. Mm. Yeah, we hit the, you know, we hit the jackpot when Rooster found that source and, and we all got boxes. We wiped them out. And thank God we did because it's just the greatest cigar that and, I've ever had. And we also got lucky with the year. We did. It was a 2011. That's right. exactly right. Yes. And I know Rooster had sourced an even older box, and I thought that was very good. It My was. preference is still the 2011. Yeah, me too. But, um, man, I wish they would bring that cigar back. Yeah, it's really, you know, we, we talk about Vitolas that are kind of out of fashion, and I don't understand why Lonsdale's, Double Coronas, two of these cigars that they canceled in the, in the uh, you know, 2010s, um, I wish they made more of them. It's so funny, just going back to Robania, how you were talking about, um, obviously, they're legendary, that family for just the amazing tobacco that they produce there. When you're in in London, and I'm sure other parts of Europe, there are, I remember one of the times I went to London, someone was telling me to stop at Souter, very famous place to have cigars in, in London. And I uh, said, go to Souter and ask them for the Robania farm roll. It's unbanded that he, I guess, ships out to some retailers. And I was so disappointed. They were sold out. He's like, they fly off the shelf. He's like, if you were here a day or two ago, you would have got some. (laughs) So I've never gotten to try these, but I've heard they're like unbelievable. They're completely unbanded. Cool. That's wild. I wonder, and I wonder, you know, are they just, are they growing it in that region on his farms? Are his people rolling it? Like, I'm I'm curious what the 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 process is on on the farm roll. Isn't that... One of the guys we buy, used to buy from calls it G-O-D. Isn't yeah. that, a, isn't that, that's that stick. I mean, who knows though? Apparently. I mean, interesting. I mean, apparently it's a, non, it's a, I guess it's a, it's not a Lonsdale. It's, it's a little bigger ring it's gauge. It's a little bigger. A little that, bigger. Yeah. 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 Anyway, look at, look at the burn on this. I mean, it's a great cigar, right guys? Right? Yeah. I, I would definitely still classify this as full. Uh, you know, we're about, what, three quarters of an inch in? I would, medium, medium full? Medium. I, yeah. I, would I would say, say medium, medium full, but what I'm just really encouraged by is it's very smooth, the delivery of all this flavor, which I've only had one or two of these before this, and one in particular I found to be really harsh and rough around the edges, and maybe it was just too young. Yep. What what year did you say this is? These are 21s. Wow. So. Yeah, they're uh, they're again they're up in factory GEM September twenty one. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So the the draw is not like wide open. It's got a, a little, little resistance. Yeah, same. which is just a which touch. I kind of like. I that. like that. Yeah, I do too. I don't like when a cigar is like really wide open. Yeah, if it was wide open, Gus would be done by now. Uh, <laughs> if it was wide open, Pagoda would be done by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this cigar is in Pagoda's wheelhouse. It is. It right? absolutely it's is. Got a lot of, a lot of flavor. Some strength for yeah. sure. 
So yeah. what does this rank for you and with, with your palate versus some of the other uh, pyramids that we've had? I, you, the P2, the Monty 2, the... I do like the P2 a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the P2. Yeah. I prefer the P2, the Monty 2. But this is... This is this nice is, dad joke, Rooster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it nap time yet? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> ben. But this is, this is excellent. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. The flavor is very complex for me in my mouth. It's in a way that, you know, there's a lot going on. It's, it, it coats the roof of your mouth. It's, it's got a little, pep, little, little spice to it or something that's kicking me around in a good way. And there's sweetness there. I'll also say I think this is one of those few Cubans that is very New World-esque that if you gave to someone who only smokes New World sticks would immediately appreciate this. Like there's no transition to have this. And like if you're, let's say if you smoke a Millennium Pyramid regularly, I think if you light one of these up, you'd instantly be hooked. Yeah. I, yeah. I, think I totally agree. I think this would, you know, go very well for a New World smoker. There's some strength in this cigar. There yes. is. Um, as you're getting into it, I'd say it's medium, okay, but more full than medium. I me. think medium full. Yeah. 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 I got to say, smell it at the burn line where it's burning. Yeah. Smells there's, so good. The there's like a line. mustiness coming off of it. Yeah. And it's not aged. It's not like an aged mustiness, but there's something coming off the I think burn it's that old leather smell that you get. Has anyone had an old Unico? Rooster yeah, has a I have an 08 box. Ah, we look forward to trying this. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, same. <laughs> of my, course, of my, course you have an 08 box. My Venmo is... <laughs> <laughs> at Lizard Rooster. <laughs> I use Venmo so much with you guys. Like, my son's nickname is Venmo <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, like I said, Don Alejandro Rubino died in 2010. Uh, he was diagnosed with cancer in, I guess, 2009. Um, but like I said, I, I just think it's a sin that some of these great Vitolas have been canceled because, you know, they were not, they were loved cigars, beloved cigars by the cigar community. And it's just unfortunate that they, they got rid of some of these. I wish they'd bring them back. Do you know what type of cancer? I don't. I don't. That's a little scary. Yeah. Not to change the subject from something so grim. This Japanese whiskey is delicious. Yeah, let's talk about it. The Akashi very, White Oak. Very drinkable. I got to say the bottle was surprising to me when I picked it up. Yeah. It's, it's not a traditional whiskey bottle that I would know. Yeah, it looks like a Hendrix it does. gin bottle. It does. Yeah. And it's got a really cheap screw top on it. <laughs> like it's like an aluminum screw top that if you turned it upside down, I think it would fall right off. How much oh. was that? It was 70 bucks. Now... I was told by Senator that that price is quite high. Extremely high. So oh. a a Astor Wine in the city, very famous wine shop, they have it for 50 And in, in Manhattan, everything is more than what we pay out here oh, for that's alcohol. Ridiculous. So you could even find it cheaper than 50 at other places. I don't know how Total Wine. I, I honestly think that Total Wine made a mistake on the pricing. Probably. Okay. Well, your, your boy Gizmo took care of it. Astor well is a big place, right? Astor, <laughs> well huge, done. great wine shop, huge wine merchant. Yeah, yeah a lot of mm -hmm. online and uh, yeah, and they got stuff. a huge store. Yeah, yeah, yeah downtown. downtown. Yep. This is a really good cigar. I'm enjoying the uh, the whiskey as well. Me too. What do you What do you think of it? Great pairing. I think yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a nice pairing. It kind of reminds me of uh, one of the scotches that we did on on the nose. The, the the flavor notes in this should be more 
single malt scotch like. So it's than not other a scotch. Japanese it's a whiskey. whiskey. It's not yeah. a scotch. But the notes are are more similar to an actual single malt scotch. Um, I can talk a little bit about what's actually in the glass. Yeah, I'd really I'd love to know more about it. So just quickly on the distillery, uh, White Oak. Uh, was established in 1888. It's the oldest distillery in Japan, which I was surprised about because I feel like Suntory is known as like the distillery in Japan, but these these guys are even older. What was the year? I'm sorry, I missed uh, it. 1888. Wow. Um, and they were the first distillery in 1919, four years before Suntory, to obtain a license to make whiskey. Uh, they were initially sake brewers and didn't make whiskey until 40 years into when they were established. And so this, what we're drinking, the Akashi, is sort of their introductory uh, expression. And it's a blend of 70% corn grain and 30% malted barley. It's slightly peated, which is why I think you get some of the more single malt scotch type notes from the peat that's here. What's interesting, though, I wouldn't have called out peat. Not at all. Yeah, had you not said that, I would never have called that out. Same here. And then it's aged for at least three years in ex-bourbon barrels and finished in sherry casks, which we obviously all love. So um, I've seen it on just a number of lists as like a, a good introductory Japanese blend, uh, blended whiskey. And uh, it's not bad. The one thing I will say I immediately noticed that I didn't expect and I'm not happy about, it's, uh, it's very light, not in body and taste. Uh, literally, the, the consistency of yeah. the liquid it's really, really light. We may need to try it uh, neat without ice. Yeah, that's true. To get true. the true essence of it, maybe. That's true. But that's kind of typical of Japanese whiskeys, right? Oh, Except I that, that one that well, we had. The, the, the Nikka coffee still we had, that, that was, had, it was viscous. Viscosity, yeah. Even the Hibiki has some viscosity, but this is really just thin. It, it, it's, yeah. it's not got much... Right. viscosity or body to it. I'm looking at it in your glass. It looks like a glass of water. Right. The way it's 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 moving around in your cup. Right. Yeah. yeah. I but feel like I feel I enjoy like, it though. I feel like the scotch it. that this is reminding me of, and you may say I'm crazy. I know you're like a psalm and your taste, your palate, but like almost like a Dalmore twelve. It's something like when I, on the nose. I'm getting I, a little Dalmore on the nose. That is not a bad comparison yeah. at all. That's the that's the one I'm thinking of the Dalmore twelve. I get sweetness on the nose a little bit. And we did that about I don't know five ten episodes back, but yeah. it, I I remember that one. I I think I like the Suntory better than this. The Hibiki, you mean? No, no, the Suntory. The Suntory. Yeah. That was the affordable. It's like thirty five yeah. forty yeah. a bottle. Yeah, I definitely think I like that better than this. But maybe without ice, you know, in a second pour. Sure. We should try that and see if it yep. uh, if it changes at all. Are you are you guys getting a bit of harshness in the back, like? So before yeah, the ice melted, yeah. Yeah. I did. And now that the ice is melted, it's smoothed out. It so smooths I out definitely think that this is probably something uh, to have on the rocks. But we'll see when we try a little bit neat, maybe in a sure. little bit. So I got to say about, what, an inch and a half into the Unicos here. Beautiful, beautiful bright white ash. I am really enjoying this cigar. Yeah. Honestly, I was a little hesitant coming into, in here today. Because <laughs> the ones I've had in the past, including the one I had of this box, like right off the truck, I was not very impressed with. So I was curious, like, you know, how's this going to do tonight for us? And it, it's definitely overperforming my expectations coming in here tonight. I, I, same here. I, honestly, I've never bought these because the one or two I've had in the past, I did not enjoy. I just found it to be very rough around the edges and just the flavors hadn't really married together in a way that I would have hoped, but this is sure. really, really good. It's good. 
I liked it better at the first light, the first half inch than I do now. Um, it's still very nice. So I'm, uh, I've got some anticipation here as I go through it. One aspect that I'm enjoying of this smoke is, is after I take the draw and when I slowly push the smoke out of my mouth, I like how that's tasting on the tip of my tongue as it, as it kind of like finally makes it, its exit out of my mouth. That's it's a great really point. really delicious. Honestly, every cigar I have, I make it a point to draw the smoke across right at the tip. That's where I get a lot of my flavor, Yeah, tip of the tongue. Yeah, try also retrohaling. Oh, yeah. You get, yeah. You get a lot of uh, flavor. Yeah. I also, at this point in the cigar, now it tastes very Monty 2-like to me. Ooh. When it started, I thought the flavors were much richer and deeper than that, and they were. But for some reason right now, it, yeah. it's, it, I, I could literally feel like I'm smoking Sim- a Monty Similar 2. to what I just said, yeah. It's mellowed on the light, mellowed it was, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. High flavor, and well, it, it's mellowing. But let's yeah. dial down into that. Are, are you, what aspect of the Monty 2 are you like really pointing to? It's, I don't think it's the twang, right? It's more, is it more like no, the but chocolatey the rest, thing? But, but it's a little bit twang because I'm getting now saltiness in this. Ah, okay, see, I'm not getting that yet. Is anyone else getting a, a bit. Like saltiness? Yeah, a little, yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah, and that reminds me of like that twang in the Monty too. So that, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I get a little bit of dried fruit or maybe some raisin, like a, a hint of it. Yeah. Hint of. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's my first Unico, by the way. Is oh, it yeah. really? Yep. Never had it before. The aroma out of the smoke is, is intense. Yeah. It's like really, really nice. And the smoke output on this thing is very good, too. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by how much smoke it's putting out. I also, the construction on this, I mean, look at Rooster's Ash right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we love Cubans. I, I don't think the ash holds on Cubans the way that it does on some of the new worlds that we smoke. But this is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, if this thing. were almost any other Cuban torpedo, this would be all over be your all pants over. right now. I think yeah. Gizmo's got a great one. I think that Going. was a hint to Ash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We don't want to call put, Garcon. Put, put very <laughs> diplomatically by Senator. You better Ash than fucking stick. Let's see how's <laughs> look, look, look at that. I'm tapping look, it and structure, it's not Yeah, it won't come off. The structure That's is very crazy. good. I mean, it's like I can go a little longer. Yeah, you can. Now that you've tapped it, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, you may lose this up. That's a slight fracture. Just just hold it right over your shirt. Yes, just <laughs> ash on your lap. Good thing the carpet is gray. Yeah. <laughs> I am de- I'm getting a little bit of the saltiness now. Mm-hmm. Definitely it's coming very in Monty now. Too yeah, it's very cool. But it's I've, very, I've very got cool. a question though. Yeah. For 20 bucks, is it worth is it worth the purchase for $20? I mean, to me, the jury's still out, right? We're yeah, still. Okay. I think I, you know, I, I think having had these before, seeing how this one's performing, to have a, a box or, you know, let's say after tonight, 15 of these cigars, 20 of these cigars in my humidor and l- kind of tasting one every 90 days, mm, that's and, cool. you know, as they age out, like I'm not going to reach for this once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I do think though, having this one box that I have, I'll be very happy I do, but I don't think I'm going to accumulate like I do P2s or, right, right, right. or Upman 2s right. or, or Monty 2s. I right. mean, I've had, I have a problem yeah, with Monty 2s right there. now. I'm with you there. Yeah. I mean, after, after having this tonight, I, I kind of want to revisit the older box that I have and see just, just a comparison as to what that so would do we. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For everything I've been reading, they say that these age really well. Yeah. So It seems like that's a pretty common thing. I mean, given our experience with several, thanks to Rooster, and Puba, uh, several of the of the Vegas Rubanias, it seems like they age. This this marker really ages well. 
I mean, one thing I also just noticed with this, it, the the wrapper is very thick. It is. Yep. It has a kind of. It's a bit might, rustic. You know that box of Kanye's that I got. Yeah. That the wrapper is like real Shockingly thick. Yeah. Thick, mm-hmm. yeah. It's 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 kind of close to that. Yeah. Well, this is made in Nicaragua now. <laughs> Padron. Padron makes this. But definitely, uh, one of the better Cubans I've uh, really, really enjoyed. I feel like this is definitely as close to your wheelhouse yeah. as we can get. Maybe other than like our first episode, the Maduro one. Thank you. That, you know, that, that yes. is like classic pagoda for me. Yeah. It's a big, that as has far a, as flavor. That's got a bunch. Yeah. And P2 as well. Those, yeah. those have disappeared. Dude, I have Can't, don't I, see those anymore. I have three left. Boxes? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, since you got your tower now, let's talk uh, about that. Yeah, and it's nice. How and happy empty. are you? Yeah. How, how, how's the tower? I'm very fucking unhappy right now. Is it is it still in the garage? <laughs> it's still in the garage. I have no enthusiasm to season that thing. Not yet. Why? 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 Oh, you know. have to do okay. Ah, Jesus. Christ. No, no, no. Listen. Here, here we go. Let's get into this. After eight months of this shit, I've got huge bins of boxes of cigars now my anticipation when i first ordered this thing it was at a 10 it took eight months to get to me i'm at like a three now why but I it's just, here I, now all right so let it me, is let it me is. just clarify for it's kind of like dating like you dated this chick for like eight yeah, years she's an now, old hag now and now you don't <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're like me with women that's a joke <laughs> that's a joke it should be like a lease Three years, you know, buyback option. That's true. That's true. <laughs> too much, too much mileage. No oh, thanks. So here's give, the thing. Give it back. So I will be, I will be seasoning that thing this weekend. I made a promise to myself to yeah, get the, that. The beauty of it, the seasoning process is so simple. I know. All you have to do is just like wipe it down with a sponge and distilled water. A little salt and, just and pepper. Put, put the oasis in there with distilled <laughs> yes. water. That's it. A little That's all you got to do. I've got to uncard it, get it downstairs. That's an effort. And then I'll start to do that. It'll happen. And then now, then it'll be twenty now, twenty-five. Now that I'm paying a thousand dollars a box of for cigars, yeah, yeah, my inventory is going to stay where it is for a while. Yeah, but you you said you have them in a bin in a I have in a Tupperware. Yeah, you so have I, boxes there already. Yeah, so I don't have, you want to get them out and put I them do. nicely? Just get a little air movement. Yeah, do yeah. you want to look at them? I, I mean, do. Just, I'm dying to look at them. Yes, I think Bam Bam. This is embarrassing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question for you, and I'm, uh, you know, I know that I'm, I'm, I, I'm a little superstitious with it, but I feel like the moment you got your tower, well, the prices went right. through the roof. Yeah, exactly. That was my immediate reaction. As soon as that happened, I was like, "He cursed us. He, yeah. You cursed us." I'm gonna fill that tower with Philly blunts, <laughs> and be very proud. <laughs> and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Man, I you know, I it was looking like a lot of the markers were gonna be what seven, ten percent, and then you see the price in the RAS, Epi twos, oh, Monty twos. I mean RAS went from you know for a fifty cab, because we we eat those things like M and M's. Yeah. You know, it, it went from like five sixty, five eighty for a fifty cab. They're seven twenty now, you know, in a matter of three days. Look, I have few regrets in life. Yeah. But not getting a second tower is easily one of my top regrets sure it's just like the cost of anything in life only goes up and if you know that you're you know going to be enjoying something for a while especially cigars that only get better with age there's no <laughs> expiration date on these things yeah i wish when prices were much better a few years ago we would yeah, have just loaded up. stocked up like but crazy. i even That's feel right. i mean i you That's know right. with with the the buying spree that i and we have been on and i kind of buy you know a lot of stuff for all of us I'm glad that even prior to the last couple of weeks with the prices going up, like 
I have 15, 20 boxes on the way that now mm-hmm. I could resell them for 20, 30% profit, which I would never do. No. But they're that much more expensive today than they were three weeks ago. Yeah, it's insane. But why don't you lease a Bam Bam's Tower? I might. <laughs> I might. Thousand dollars a foot. I mean, the, the, the price increase. I mean, had we had the tower, it would have actually paid for the tower. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, because when we when we, we all first got more towers, boxes. let's think about this. When we all first bought towers, and yeah. obviously I was one of the earliest, I, no exaggeration, within three months of me getting the tower and ordering a ridiculous number of boxes, I paid for the tower. Yeah, you did. Because I was buying in bulk yep. at insanely lower rates than you would get at any you know retail shop or anywhere else. And it, I already got my money back. Sure. To your point, That's now... Right forget getting your money back i mean you'd make your money hand over fist that's yeah. right yeah and i you know i did the same you know when when i got my tower last summer if you remember within three four months it was completely full and I'm, i was back in the tupperware you know and obviously i'm smoking a lot more cubans now but it's also like i'm gra- i'm glad that i have four or five boxes of d4s four or five boxes of money twos because now to replace them it's co- arguably cost prohibitive yeah and what's funny is you know when i when I'm not with our group here and I'm with townies, they are constantly asking me, uh, are you only smoking Cubans? Because I never bring a new world with me anymore. I'm always reaching for Cubans. Yeah. It's, I, it's I become would say, a habit. I would say my consumption is at least three or four to one. Yeah, me too. Cuban to new world. Me too. I mean, I, if we have a, you know, I was with Senator yesterday and thankfully he gave me two because uh, I didn't bring enough because I, I wasn't planning on it. But, I had three or four Cubans, and, and I think I had four Cubans, two New Worlds yesterday, right? There's four and one or three and two. It, I had five sticks, but, or six sticks. Something but anyway, like uh, you know, I smoke way more Cubans than I do the New World. You know? But the thing that I must say is even at, let's say, a, a Vegas Romanian Unico that we're smoking now at 20 bucks, it's still kind of reasonably priced versus a lot of the New Worlds that we kind of reach for. That's true. You know, yeah. Davidoff's are not cheap. Nope. Padrones are certainly creeping up there too. Yep. So, you know, everything's going up, I guess. But the only thing is availability, sucks. right? Like, yes, I think. that's the problem. Yeah. And the weight. You know, you, you go online, yeah. you buy a box of Padrones, you have them in two days. You go online, you buy a box of Cubans from a good source. In Australia. In Australia, <laughs> and it takes 40 days. Yeah. You know, and the other thing that we're seeing, too, and I don't know if we've really talked about this as a group, but I think the gray market vendors are really in trouble here. You know, a lot of these guys just don't have stock. They are compensating for that with the stuff they have. Their prices are just absurd. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we're buying direct through a a Habanos retailer. But, you know, it's going to become cost prohibitive, especially on the secondary market. You know, trying to get Cubans. Well, I mean, it's just I mean really do, you, do you think there's a point where the consumer just kind of stops smoking a lot of these Cuban brands because they're going to be, you know, it's going to be out, they're going to outprice them? I've seen a lot of stuff on the forums on Reddit where guys are saying, I'm done with Cubans. And I, I don't know if I, a lot of it's hyperbole or I, I don't know if I believe them per se, but I don't think you're wrong. But I don't think anything's going to change until they're able I mean, to catch up with production. I mean, especially Cohibas and Trinidad's. I mean, for yeah, that's sure. I mean, that's like well, ridiculous. wouldn't a reduction in demand decrease prices over time? Eventually, but they still have such a backlog of of uh, yeah. orders, production, yeah. and orders, and and they have see, a, a supply issue. That's mm. their problem. Is it's not even in any way. So that's what I think. Cabanos is playing a short game, not a long game, with pricing, saying 
we're not able to keep up anyway, so we might as well raise the price, and we're still going to sell the same amount of cigars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the problem, right? Like, even if, and I do believe that you will see far, I shouldn't say far, you will see fewer consumers purchase Cubans as a result of this, these price increases, right? Like, yes. this, this hobby requires disposable income. Yep. And you look at some of the prices now, there are absolutely guys that are going to sit there and say, I used to be able to buy this cigar for $12, $13, and now you want me to pay $20, $22 a stick. I'm not going to do that. Yep, and yep. there are alternatives that they're going to find to fulfill sure. that. Sure. So I think that will happen. But the problem is, right, for the, the retailer, well, are they going to be able to move sticks? They are because all they have to do, I mean, you think about demand got so bad. I remember years ago, there were not quantity restrictions on never, boxes on never. the websites oh, that we ordered dude. from. Yep. They didn't exist. That only happened within the last year or two. During the pandemic. And now yep. most yep. of them, it's like limit two boxes of, of one kind of cigar per customer. Some even limit one. So if they were, if there were demand issues, all they have to do is remove that. And every box they have is going to Hong Kong or some market with people who are just going to spend outrageous sums of money on these and could care less. That's so true. That's, that's why, sadly... I think no matter what prices will not go back down. I agree. And I, and I think to, to Rooster's point, especially with Cohiba and Trinidad, you know, that's, that's all going to go right to Hong Kong. I mean, because they're willing to pay it. I mean, I, I saw a box of Siglo 6 yesterday came up at, at one of my favorite retailers out of Australia. The price on the box for 25 cigars, guys, was $1,800. Oh, my gosh. For a cigar that was made four months ago. Wow. Wow. Siglo 6. Not a Bahike, <laughs> not a regional, not a limited, not a, you know, some kind of crazy age thing. A, a Siglo 6 made four months ago was $1,800 for a box of 25 cigars. And that's not on the gray market. Yeah. But that's going to be 22 to 2,500 there. But how many people can afford that? Well, that's, that's the problem. But they don't, they don't make enough of them, so I don't think they care. The, the thing to Senator's point that I, I find interesting, and, I, and he mentioned this in a prior episode on the pod here, was what I think the cost is going to do is it's going to prohibit new people yeah. from entering the market. Oh, right? yeah. 100%. Let, let's just think about when all of us told a friend about our love for Cuban cigars and they were curious and figuring out, I think the perception, at least my experience has been, most friends will say, oh, well, those are really expensive, right? And I'd say, no, they're, they're actually the same, if not cheaper, mm -hmm. than most of the New World cigars yeah. that you would go out there and buy. Exactly. So for them, that became a very easy entry point. They're like, wow, I can get this for 12 bucks. Sure, I'll try a box of D4s. A, a D4 for $15. Yeah, D4, Epi2s. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, very reasonable. Yeah. Rass, I mean, I remember the we Rass. were getting Rass for 8 or 10 bucks. Crazy. Yep. And that was on the, that was a third, oh. like, you know, it had touched three hands by the time it got to us. Crazy. We were the fourth. <laughs> We're getting boxes of RAS, 50 caps for like five and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and two years ago, they were probably 400. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it, it, it is an interesting thing in the long game, like a senator said a few episodes ago, because I, I thought about what you said. And it's like, okay, five, 10 years from now, are there going to be guys really excited about jumping into Cuban cigars when the cost to do it is so prohibitive? That yes. They're not going to be willing to make that jump into that flavor profile, even if it suits them or is arguably better in some ways. I just don't see it happening. Mm -hmm. I, think we, I think there's a challenge there. So, How are you feeling halfway through this? I love it. Yeah? 
I really like it. You don't? You sound skeptical. Yeah, you sound skeptical. A, a, a little bit. I'm getting a little, uh, um, just a, a hint of ammonia. Maybe I'm smoking too fast. Try blow, blow through it. Yeah. yeah, push it out. Yeah. I haven't gotten a touch of ammonia. I haven't gotten ammonia, but I'm getting more leather that Giz was talking about now when That's you're true. in the second half. Yeah. And I, it's a leather that I enjoy. Same. Yeah. It's a. It's, it's a. It's kind of like an old, like an old leather chair. That, you know, has that weird leather smell. Have you like tasted an old, old leather not, chair? Not, <laughs> not tasted, but like, like, a, now. like a smell, you know, like a worn, like a worn out leather chair. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Rooster and Grinder had a uh, leather tasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's very good right now. Pagoda, what do you think of it? I'm really enjoying it. Um, I don't get any of that leather. It's uh, a little bit of, uh, I don't know, for me. Maybe because I'm drinking the whiskey alone. Um, it's just working really well. I'm really enjoying myself. I think the whiskey's okay. I don't think it's great. No. Nope. Um, especially for the price point. Even if I got it for 50 I still think I would feel the same about it. If I it agree. was 30 I think I'd be a little bit less on the fence. But it, I don't think it's, it's great at 50 or 70 I completely agree. And the reason why this just doesn't meet my expectation is because the flavor notes in this whiskey are reminiscent of some of the traditional flavor notes that you would get in a scotch, which I'm predisposed to like very much. But the problem is it's so light. And because of that, like there is that little bit of harshness. It doesn't bring everything together in a way that's all that enjoyable. So I, I just... I, yeah, we noted that on the finish, there's a bit of a, of a bite. Yeah, by yeah. the harshness. Yeah, up but, front it's nice still. And and even in like in the middle, when like if you roll it around in the middle of your palate, it's not bad. Oh. And it, maybe that's the sherry, you know. Yeah, it very well could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing why I'm saying that the body of this is really disappointing because Suntory that we were talking about the Toki, um, that's only thirty five forty dollars a bottle. That's also light, like this is, but the flavor matches a light whiskey. It's floral. It's like a perfect summer whiskey Mm -hmm. where this has more of those winter, fall whiskey notes that we would expect in a scotch, but then is as thin and light and and, and just lacks body in the way that some of those others do. I don't think I'm loving the pairing of this specific whiskey with this cigar. I would say this, actually. I don't think the pairing is a problem. I don't think it's bad, but it's not like... I don't think they're they're made for each other in ways that I think in the past we've kind of... What would you prefer with this? A bourbon? No, I'm, I would probably very rarely say a bourbon just because of my... Just, I'm not a bourbon guy, you I've, know, like, like read... Puba and Grinder are. Yeah. I'm more like, to me, I'd love... I really would love a Macallan with this. Or a Balvenie. I agree. Balvenie, I, I think yeah. a traditional single malt, but yes. that's, that's why I'm saying I don't have a problem with this pairing. The notes in this are They're similar close. to a traditional single malt. Yeah. So I actually think it does pair well. Yep. I just think it lacks body to keep up with the body that this cigar has. That's, that, great, that's he I said it way better. Accurate. He said it way better than I did. <laughs> that's accurate. That's no all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pagoda. <laughs> Yeah, this is really delicious. So anyways, Bam, thanks for the uh, jinx on the pricing. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, good luck filling up your tower. I'm spending all the money I have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to let that stop me. I need to fill that fucking tower. Look, Philly blunts are great, too. We won't judge. Blueberry. 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 Blueberry, yes. (laughs) They come in flavors? They do. Did you hear about this? Uh, That there were uh, something... uh, 
which is going on about cigars where they want to ban the flavored cigars. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, I mean, I certainly have no problem with this. But the FDA wants to crack down on what they view as, you know, kids being uh, uh, turned on to sure. any sort of tobacco product, which I'm fine with. I am too. You know, because I don't think a kid's going to reach for a Vegas Rubanian Unico. Oh, no. You know, sourcing D4s. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's a problem with it, though, because I'm pretty sure the uh, Premium Cigar Association, PCA, who's the trade for all the brands we smoke. They're against it? Uh, they're against it because there's something in it that is very broad and vague that could like impact stuff we would smoke. Really? Mm. It's oh, not that. very clear, like it's not narrowly defined. How mm. that would impact yeah. the cigars that we like. Interesting. Yeah. Well, mm. with that detail, I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> but inherently, I don't care if they ban, right. you know, f in, infused cigars. I mean, I, I don't think they really have a place in, in the premium, dis uh, premium cigar discussion. Even if they are hand rolled, I just, I don't think they, they, they're not in this universe for me. Yeah, agree. You know, and we had a long discussion oh, yeah. a few episodes back about that. But, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying this cigar. I'm, I'm glad I got them, and I'm glad that, we, that we're trying this tonight. I do think that with time and, and dry boxing them, mm -hmm. keeping them out of the humidor for a day, just trying to make the humidity a little bit more reasonable has certainly helped because the, the burn is very, very good on yeah. these. What did help is blowing through. Yeah, which I've never done on a cigar. I don't do that very often. That so, helped a lot. So typically, when it, when the cigar is like kind of fresh, you'll mm -hmm. get that. It'll get if you get the ammonia, you know, just blow the blow just out of it like a couple of times. It's good technique. So that works. Has the cigar like picked up in strength for you, or is it about the same? Um, a bit. I think it's it's pretty smooth. For me, it's actually held roughly the same yeah. strength all the way through. Me too. The only thing flavor-wise that's very different for me is the first half was sweeter, and the second half is a lot more leather and just drier flavor I'm, notes. I'm getting more sweeter. earthy, earthy oh, notes for yeah. me yeah. in and the I second think, half. And I think yeah. that's actually a satisfying uh, progression, progression in the cigar for me. If it was the other way around, I think I, I, I'm glad it started sweet and kind sure. of working its way. Sure. You know, I kind of like a, a cigar that's elegant, like. You know, I mentioned the Sir Winston. That's a very leathery type of cigar, and I'm when I have that cigar, I love the the progression and, and the the intensity of that leather yep. what, flavor. What year is your Sir Winston? Because you have been saying leather and Sir Winston 2014. a lot recently. Yeah. 2014. Okay, maybe with age that happens. Because yeah. I had a, a younger, not a young, but a younger than that Sir Winston from Puba, and it was just pure dessert. My 2013 and 2014s were very, there was, there was that Upman, classic Upman sweetness there, but the leather note was the one that really That's hit so me good. weird. I got tons of shortbread out of that. I mean, have you had, you've had Winston's? Yeah. So Sir Winston's to me, they, they have to sit for a while. I mean, 2019, 2020s, yeah, I won't even young. touch them. Yeah. They got to sit for at least five years. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> wow. We'll, we'll I mean, I'm leather. talking about like, this is 22, so like 17, you know. Well, you know, that's my favorite vintage, 2022s. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I always get, uh, you know, I had a 13 on my birthday, the Sir Winston, and it had that, 
shortbread sweetness, but the leather was really the thing that I was like. Interesting. That really, really satisfied me. I, I remember that day. <laughs> I remember seeing those pictures and we were all wondering, like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, I went oh, for it. It was a secret. We, have we it was this story? No, no, we, no haven't. we haven't. We okay. need to talk. I, I, I'll, I'll have to start because I was there for most of it and I feel the most guilty. I just saw the pictures. Honestly, I thought you were going to get up and leave <laughs> I, I <laughs> wherever not, you were. I, I, I was so just like deflated. <laughs> Why? So just Who imagine, cares? imagine this for the listeners. Imagine you're sitting at a cigar lounge with a very good friend of yours. He's lighting up all these ridiculous, like fantastic cigars. You're sitting there like, wow, he's really going hard today. Like, all right, let's list what I did. Yeah. There's like $200 in Which, like, which he know. normally doesn't do. No. no. You, you don't see him smoking like a part of it, like a Lusitania. Incredible like selection a, that night. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it it was really a Lucy. Was. I did a Contiki. The regional from uh, El Rey del Mundo, right? Yeah. Although that one didn't, go, so that well. didn't go too good. <laughs> Los Andes. And then I did... Uh, Sir Winston? I did a Sir Winston. And an 898. And, and an 898. Oh, my gosh. And I think oh, I did like an a vintage, vintage 898. Yeah, yeah, a 2002 898, 20 years old. And I did a uh, an 80th from Padron. So, like, I'm sitting there. I'm just like, wow. Like, he's, he's like really... Like, either he just sold his business and he got, like, gobs and gobs of money... <laughs> You know, and gobs of cigars. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Like literally in my head, that was option one, and option right. two is like, I'm like, oh my god, he's dying. Like this is <laughs> like, like this, this is it. Like this is the last wow. you know <laughs> smoke. Wow. So I'm just sitting there, so confused, and I'm like, wow, like you know, such a selection. And he's just like, yeah, I just wanted some good cigars. He's playing it perfectly cool. Like this is just a normal day in the neighborhood. And I get up and leave. You left, and I came. Then Bam comes. Yep. I'm home. I forget what I was doing after that. And I see this message that Bam finally figured out that it was his fucking birthday. It was, and he had me sit there with him the entire time. Honestly, it was like just a, say it's my birthday, so I could properly toast with him. I'm good. I couldn't believe it. I had to draw it out of him like it was a dental procedure. My gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there would have been a champagne bottle with a saber. Right. Of course, I would have brought know? it to the lounge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, a few other things. I, <laughs> I, I'm good. I, to me, it was a perfect day. Some great, great cigars with friends. That's how I roll. I, I love how low key you are. I'm not a birthday guy. I, I love it's that. not. I don't have it on Facebook. Like my yeah. wife and maybe two of my closest friends remember. My mother, of course. My dad barely remembers. <laughs> you know, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna call bullshit right away. <laughs> why? Uh -oh. You know why? Because why? no one knows people's birthdays more than you do. No, I That's know. True. No, no, He's no. got a fucking calendar completely no, full I do. of every person he ever meets their birthday. I do. I, I have everybody's birthday on my phone. Not for any other. It's not like a game to me. But that's nice. Yeah, but I, I like no, to. No, but he's making it sound like birthdays are not that big. No, a thing. no, no. I'm but saying my birthday. His own birthday. <laughs> my birthday's not a big deal. Your birthday. The other guys. You know. He's right. That's fair. I, I'm, I'm very his, his into it. His birthday's not as... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't really be. <laughs> Which is true. I don't care about it. I don't care. I don't. I don't like the attention. I don't want a thousand Facebook messages, and I just would rather have some great, great cigars. We're going to throw go. you a surprise yeah. party next oh, year. Gosh. Next year, it's going to oh, be no. at uh, one of those Japanese restaurants with the hibachi. Yeah, throwing shrimp <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> it's it's going to be in Bayonne. Yeah. <laughs> as you're chugging suntory. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Eating like chicken savoy. Volcano with the onion thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they do that yeah, with the oil <laughs> with, yeah, yeah with the rings up on you yeah. make a little volcano you know, gonna come out throwing shrimp in my to you. yeah they're gonna they're gonna be throwing <laughs> shrimp tails in his hoodie <laughs> <laughs>
No, he's going to wear a button-down shirt. <laughs> oh, the button-downs. You guys do have me on the button-downs, by the way. I'm full-on button-down when I go to dinner now. Nice. Uh, totally right, refined. So here's, here's our problem with the button-down. I'm not sure that we've collectively shared this feedback that we need to with you. <laughs> the the all-black like nightclub button-down does not qualify for dinners. Agreed. <sighs> Agreed. If you're going clubbing, by all means. Yeah. Well, you know I don't do that. I know. So that's why I'm saying you got to. Why is that bad for dinner? What's the problem? Lighter in color. Because you don't need to wear black all the time. Yeah. Uh, a lighter colored cigar. Uh, cigar. Uh, that's shirt. such a New York thing. For the kind summer. Of, it does denote a bit of formality. It's for dinner. It's, it's a bit. It's, it's, a, it's, it's more all reg- good. It's, it's all good. It's, it's a more elegant look. Yeah. Like you're, you're, yeah. You're, here's an example. Right. London is one of the best dressed cities in the world. Right. Every person on the street that's wearing a suit has like a custom fucking tailored suit. You will not see a male in London wearing a black dress shirt almost anywhere. And I'm not saying that it's categorically bad. But what I'm saying is if you just want to have a little more elegance at, at a meal, just mm-hmm. go with a little lighter shirt. Sometimes. Listen, we need to do a lizard <laughs> shopping trip I, because I, here do. I'm thinking, here I'm thinking, oh, I put a button down on. I'm going really imp- to really impress the boys. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. I'm going to really impress the boys. It's an upgrade. Look, we're always pushing you to reach new heights. <laughs> <laughs> we, ha- we have to take him to untuck it. Oh, there well, we go. Okay. That's, that's my shirt. That's your next destination. That is All my right. shirt. You're going to help me shop on untuck it. Yeah. All right. You're going to like everything you buy. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love what you find and you will find what you love. (laughs) But you go to untuck it. Untuck it. I don't tuck anything in. That's perfect. Yeah. Please tell me if you're wearing a suit, you tuck your Oh, shirt. no, I mean, listen. Of course. I, oh, yeah, the, <laughs> the only which exception, is, though, I have to ask. The only, <laughs> the only exception for any of this is a funeral or a wedding. That's the exception. You could wear black. I, I, well, I have a white shirt that I wear with a black, nice black okay, suit. Okay, good. You know, yeah, not a black tailored. shirt. No, <laughs> never a black shirt to a, right, a funeral. You know, you know what's weird? If you go to an Indian funeral, you wear so white. white. Mm-hmm. Including the suit? Yeah, I mean, they just wear like uh, traditional, you know, kurta, kurta it's called pajama. kurta pajama, but it's yeah. white because white is calming, white is um, kind of holy, if you, you know, I could say that. It's like, it's clean. You know, the, yeah, black is kind of like more, you know, on the downside, I guess. You know, Forbidden. It's a funeral. It's white, it's peaceful, mm. it's calm. It's, it's interesting yeah. here in the States or, you know, in the West that, Black to a funeral is kind of what is expected. It's well, like, here, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting how different it is. You're in mourning. You're yeah. in mourning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where like white right. is meant to be more celebratory. Well, you in know, in, in, the, in the Spanish culture, um, the women, if their husband dies or there's a death in the family, they don't wear bright colors for one year. Wow. They wow. wear dark colors. So they, they, you know, it's like browns and blacks and... Uh, like really? a lot of subdued colors, like nothing bright. They would never wear orange or green or <laughs> like something really bright. So wow. this, this would be very useful for single lizards. <laughs> you like immediately know. No, being that I'm in the, I'm in, <laughs> in Spain. <laughs> no, being that I'm in the garment business, so I, you know, I noticed that. Because that is really in interesting. For that. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's different. And you Every said that Spanish culture? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just learned something, guys. I learned something. I did too. I, I learned a couple things. A, I can't wear a black shirt anymore, which I thought I was doing great. <laughs> sometimes you, know I mean? you can wear that. Sometimes, sometimes. but you know, oh, do, you, you know, do you want a chucker like a karaoke a... night at uh, turmeric? <laughs> 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 That's a classic, by the way. 
that's a, that's <laughs> a party for sure. We need to revisit that. Yep. All right, boys. We're coming I'm not driving the... there anymore, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good. How, how's the car holding up? Yeah, what's the estimate on the car damage? It's falling apart. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's it? Just like a few hundred damage, right? Yeah. Seven <laughs> grand. Oh. Oh. Zero. How's Mrs. Pagoda feeling about that? She loves me even more. Oh. <laughs> How's your tower feeling about that? Yeah. She smashed it. Pagoda needs a car with no pedals. No. That would be ideal. I, I need a Tesla. Self-driving Tesla. Ooh, you you need you a go. bumper car. That's what you need. You need a, <laughs> you need a chauffeur. That's I need a chauffeur. Need. Yeah, I think chauffeur. Uber does a great yeah. job. A garçon driving cars. I would love that. So we're coming to the last third here, boys, of the Vegas Rubania Unico. What are you guys thinking? I'm really enjoying this thing. I'm very impressed. I, I honestly thought I was going to be disappointed. And the thing that makes me happiest about this cigar, obviously the flavor profile is great. I just love that the delivery of all that flavor has been smooth. That's right. I'm not getting any, you know, harshness from the cigar. And um, that's what I look for in a really flavorful cigar, like a Padron, like a Monte yeah. 2, like yeah. this. Um, I'm very pleased. So remember, like I said, like when we first lit the cigar, the flavor that, that we were getting on the first third, even before that, like right on the light, yeah. that flavor is what I was looking for throughout. We pursue that flavor. Right. Which is the more dessert-like part Desert, of it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like yeah. that too. Yeah. Like a lot of, yeah. you know, that coffee notes sure. that we were getting. I'm getting a deep espresso and, and yeah, it's earth. Getting, it's it's, it's awesome. getting a little warm now. Yeah. You know? I like it. A little it. hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is a strange comparison because it's a New World comparison. But honestly, the second half of this with like the leather and some of the other flavor notes that you both were describing, it, it honestly reminds me a bit of a late hour. That's interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take another puff. That's interesting. But, you know, in the late hour, you get a lot more of the chocolate. In this, you're getting, I'm getting a lot more of the coffee. A little bit of the yeah. bitterish coffee. I am getting, I like this a little bit better than that, than the late hour. The, the late hour for me is a bit minerally at this point. It's good. But it's not as smooth as this, in my so we're, opinion. We're talking about the Sir Winston late uh, hour, right? Oh, oh that's oh yes. Yeah. So <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's well above my pay grade. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I meant the David officer. <laughs> Turn off his mic. <laughs> Can you guys pass the uh, the whiskey over to me, please? Yes. I want to try it neat. I'm having it yeah, neat now. How yeah. it, so talk to me. Is how it is it neat you know what, for you? Let me pour a bit. Well, yeah. it's, it's different. It's going to affect the rating for sure for me. In a good way or bad way? It, it's definitely got bite right off the bat. And really? It, the flavors are definitely more pronounced. Not as sweet as it is when the, with a chip of ice. Interesting. Yeah. You know, Senator, I'm definitely getting more of the Monty 2 thing right now. Like in the saltiness. I wouldn't call it twang per se. No, I wouldn't use that term explicitly, but there are components of that that are present here. Yeah, it's it's got a saltiness to it, almost more like a table salt than a than a what I know as a Cuban twang from yeah, Amani yeah, too. Yeah. But it's really nice. I, I like it, um, and I think that this is a great cigar. We always talk about where I would put this if I was going to have a nice steak dinner or something. I would absolutely. This is a cigar I'm going to put after that steak dinner, kind of where I would put a P two. I agree. Yeah, it's 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 really. It kind of 
suits that application yeah. for me. Yeah. You know. Would you be satisfied uh, with one and just one only? Like one and done? Kind yeah, of I, th- I think this is a cigar. That's a great question. I think this is a cigar that if I only had a, one cigar, like, I'm th- you know what I'm thinking about? Like, I talked about that night uh, that I went to the casino and had that P2 after the yeah. steak dinner. This would slot in there perfectly. Sure. Um, it, it, it'd be either or for me. In that the, application, the casino security still looking for you. Yeah, they were not happy. <laughs> but it what, bothers me, man. What like, color? What color was your shirt? Black. Uh, black. black uh, button uh, that's down, why yeah. they were looking for you. That could be. <laughs> no, it's it's annoying, man. Like all these people sitting around smoking cigarettes, and they're giving me shit about smoking a cigar. It's like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, so give me in, a break. in a casino, black shirt is appropriate. Thank you. I that's, think that, that's a party atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're playing blackjack, or or yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I think it is nap time now. <laughs> I think the viscosity is a bit thicker on this without the ice. Just a bit. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, you can see it on the yeah, side of the glass. Yeah. It is. It is. Definitely more bite, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in the up through the nose, like in the back of the throat. Back, back of on the, the, throat, on the yeah. finish for sure. But I think the, the, the sherry finish... Up the sherry finishing. I'm getting that sweetness from it. I, I get that read. up front. I, I do yeah. get the sherry. I, I think the sweetness stays present when it's neat. Oh, okay. It does. I think it's better neat. I, I'm in the same camp. Oh, it is better neat. Yeah, I think it's better I neat. I agree with you. Yeah. Except for the harshness. If you leave it, mm. if you give it some time, I think. I will say to my earlier comment about the pairing with the cigar, I think this neat is way better with the cigar than with two ice cubes. Yeah. Because it should be. I mean, the flavor profile of this whiskey should match this cigar. Yeah. So, Senator, you said something to me the other day that I thought was, I, I would argue, maybe revolutionary. Oh, boy. We talked about your fantastic trip to Greece and your, you know, partaking of libations in the various days and, you know, various times of the day on your trip. How does this fit in with a shower, shower whiskey? Shower scotch. <laughs> I don't right, think so it does. <laughs> I, I, told, I told Gizmo... Um, obviously we've heard about the shower wine from Puba. I think all of us at some point have had a shower beer. Oh yeah. When I was on this trip, I was, uh, maybe trying to be a little more discreet about the volume I was consuming. So I thought, what a better time and place to drink than in the shower before I mean, as I'm getting ready to go to dinner. So I pour a scotch on the rocks, ice, nice cold scotch. And in the shower, it's unbelievable. Well, you're in a I, hot shower. In a hot shower. That's quite I mean, nice. I poured like a full glass of scotch. <laughs> and I was just like standing in the shower for like 30 minutes, just like pounding this. Like, this is phenomenal. Like, perfect. <laughs> so I'm serious. Like, we, we need, by the way, when we do merchandise, like, we're going to need like showers, got like oh, these, yeah. all these things oh, need yeah. to be put on T-shirts. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm deadly serious. If you have not had a scotch in the shower, never, please pour yourself one on the rocks and do this tomorrow. Monday morning, now, 730. <laughs> you'll need a... In the you, shower. You'll have to have a shelf above the shower line, the, the shower head, right? So you don't get water in it. Yeah. You yeah do how have do you to navigate that? You guys drink... I've never... Listen, I'm, I'll be honest. I've never had a shower beer never had a shower wine i've had a lot of shower beers okay usually heineken gizmo you've lived such a shelter yeah i know this i'm working on it so i have a soap tray that's pretty big yeah it's a corner tray okay and it's above kind of my nose line so i take a sip and put up there it avoids the water 
That's important. But I feel like a bottle of beer is a little easier than a, a glass of scotch. The glass would survive. A glass of whiskey. It's at a higher elevation. You could also put it in a sippy cup. That's true. <laughs> with a straw. Oh, yeah. and you won't make you won't leave the house. <laughs> you won't make dinner <laughs> with a button-down shirt in the shower. <laughs> the sippy cup. Uh, we're going up the deep end, gentlemen. <laughs> Well, if any listeners out there looking to hide yeah, his or I, her... I've even got a photo of the shower scotch. Wow, you didn't send that? Oh, wow. I never sent it around. Wow. No, you didn't. Look at that. And there's like oh. a little tray on the side that okay. like no water sprayed onto. It was My perfect. feelings are hurt. So you also who, have the phone in the shower. Who did get that photograph? Did anyone get it other no, than I, the lizards? I, I mean, clearly I was no, having too send. much scotch. I didn't send it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great photo. Yeah, good thing the phone is waterproof. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gizmos wasn't. Dude, I'm so frustrated with iPhone, man. I told this story to the guys. I dropped my phone, long, really long story short. I dropped my phone in a puddle in a store. My, it, flipped, it slipped off my lap as I was getting in my car. Did you put and, it on the roof of the car? No. Okay. No. It's a different day. Oof. <laughs> and uh, it fell into a puddle. And, if, you know, here I'm thinking, like, uh, you know, Apple advertises that you can go 30 meters or something deep with these phones, and they're fine. And I take the phone out. It works perfectly, everything. But the connector where the cable goes in to charge and connect to your CarPlay and all that stuff, just stopped working. I blew it out with compressed air. I took some, like a little pipe cleaner. Ah. I tried to get if there was any rice. rust or whatever no it may rice. be. No rust, rice. Rice, I think, is actually a myth. I don't think that works. No. No. Silica no, no. would probably. It does work. No, it, does it, 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 does, it absorbs the, uh, the moisture. It does. Hmm. Anyway. I tried compressed air. I tried a bunch of different things. And you tried I kitty litter? I, I did not try silica. <laughs> well, then silica. that would have added uh, <laughs> moisture to the phone. <laughs> I, uh, and uh, I had to get a new phone. The mm. most surprising part of this entire story to me was when you told me this story, I was just waiting for the moment you were going to say, so I, I screwed open the entire iPhone. Changed like, the motherboard. Changed oh, the yeah. Motherboard. Like, I was waiting for this whole thing. What the fuck thing. happened to that? <laughs> No troubleshooting? I didn't do any. Well, no, I have Apple Care, so I let them troubleshoot it, and got I said, it. send me a new phone. All right. And I got a new phone the next day, but I was like, the iPhone is clearly not waterproof. If you need a few pointers, you can ask Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Senator said the same. He said, if you need help setting up your phone. Hey, Pagoda, I gave you some tips on how to use your phone the other night. You did. You did. Why, why do you think I'm and that was, that was Why do you think I'm There's a photograph that documents that night. I know, but the, why do you there think is, I'm suggesting it? And, and my caption as the person who took the photo was, Bam is showing Pagoda how to use an iPhone. Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> it's called the deaf leading the blind. <laughs> I resent all of these comments. I resent it. Brewster, you're disavowed. <laughs> all right, boys, let's take another sip of the Akashi and rate this thing. What does that mean, Akashi? It's a What's city that? in Japan. Ah. Oh, it is. Okay. Akashi means sky, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Akashi, yeah. yeah. So here's my question. You, you <laughs> said the, uh, in Sanskrit. It's Akashi White Oak, right? Yeah, so, white, white oak is the brand. So okay, that so That's a it's interesting that it's backwards. It it is on everything. So yeah. like when we say Suntory Toki, um, Suntory is the brand. Toki is that blend. Interesting, very interesting. All right, boys, you guys ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on this thing? Sure. Bam, bam, you're up. I'm giving it a seven. Seven. Pagoda. Debating between a six and seven. Seven. Seven's fine. Okay. 
Senator? I'm going to give it a six. Six. I'm going to give it a seven as well, which gives us the composite lizard score of a 6.8. Okay. Which I think, given my feelings on it, where, you know, the pricing is, how it was with ice, without, I think that's, I think that's a very fair that's score. That's fair. It's a very fair score. Sure. Yeah, I, I like just, it better. It's better neat, without a doubt. Yeah. Agree. I'm glad we did uh, a neat four of this. I, I just, the reason I went six, and I was debating six and seven, I, I just, if you're trying, I mean, the fact that this is lightly peated, they're trying to go for flavors that are reminiscent of a single malt scotch, and to not have the body to match those flavors, to me, you've completely failed at the mission, which was to make this reminiscent of a single malt. So that's why I went for six and not seven. Mm. And I also, the reason I did this, I would not buy this again or serve this to guests at my home. I agree with you no. on that. Yeah. I will not be reaching for this, especially with how yeah. we felt about the Suntory. Sure. I mean, that was, oh, I think, way better than Absolutely. This. And the Hibiki for me was spectacular. Yeah, Hibiki was very good as well. And the Nika coffee. That was great. Oh, the Nika coffee. That was, was amazing. Awesome. That was great. awesome. I, I enjoyed that so much. I bought a personal bottle at home after we recorded. Nice. So you're is breaking that, it out? Is that the best Japanese whiskey you've had? That and or the uh, Hibiki. Hibiki. The Hibiki. Both are the best. I've I had. think yeah. the coffee was better for me than the Hibiki. And I, I think, think so. I rated it accordingly. I, I think, think so. I, I think I gave that a 10. I feel the opposite. For me, the Hibiki is above that. Just, just yeah, slightly above it. Yeah, I prefer the Hibiki too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I really like the, uh, the coffee. That was very, very good. All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of the Vegas Rubania Unico. I'm curious what your thoughts are as we're Dude, coming down to the end of this cigar that was made I'm actually only... loving it again. Yeah? Good. It's, some of the original notes are coming back for me. So are you, are you going to source a box or two of these? Like, Oh, I would love a box or two for my tower. Yeah. Well, when you ask him that question, you, you mean gonna, that you're going to source Do you want me to get you a box? <laughs> will you share or will you feel the peer pressure to... Yes and no. Oh, oh, <laughs> got, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to tell we this gotta story. We got to tell the story. So we, 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 have, we have a little drama among the group. Lizard so drama. I had ordered a couple boxes of Ramon Ionis uh, Small Club Coronas, and Bam said that he wanted a whole box. So I said, fine, he can have a whole box. And the other box, we split among four of us. Uh, Pagoda wasn't here the day that I placed the order and I was asking who wanted in on it. So when I got them in and I sent the message to the group that they were, had arrived, uh, Pagoda said, oh, if I could have five, I would love to have five of them. And I said to Pagoda, I only got five out of the whole box. Like that's what we, we all split it. So we each got five sticks, but Bam has 25 of them. So I would assume that he could part with five. I'm not and, looking at you now. And Bam's response, I'm, I'm looking over here. Bam's response was not uh, enthusiastic to share. We should that's get not more. true. His response no. was, well, these are great. We should get more of them. Honestly. All right. So <laughs> like, that's listen. not saying yes, Pagoda. I'm happy to share with it, you. It also wasn't saying no. It was expressing enthusiasm about that cigar. That's well, really, I the, love that little guy. The proof's in the pudding because you arrived here today. And before, <laughs> I feel heard. Before we have all witnesses, before the microphones went on, Pagoda said, oh, are you going to share the five sticks with me? I and, said, you can have 10. And Bam said, I, I'm not excited to share any of the sticks with you. <laughs> I feel the peer pressure. <laughs> he, yeah, he said, I felt the peer pressure to share them with you. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm hurt. You'll get over it. <laughs> when I deliver five beauties to you, I'm sure you'll, you'll get over it. Who I knows just, when that'll be? But. I, 
at the clubhouse. <laughs> Transactions will be I, made. I think to make up for this, you should source the next box for the group. Ooh. I will. You know, I I will do that. I'm only going to live for the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> so here's... So I'm, I'm 55. <laughs> this is... All right. This is all fair. I mean, the, ta- the, ta- so, the tower might still be in his garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fair. This is, so for the listener, this is very fair. I am very lazy when it comes to making purchases. We didn't and buying, say that. Buying and sourcing. I am. I am. But I, I aim to change that. I aim to change that. Yes. You picked a good time to do it. Yeah. Well, I know. Well... <laughs> yeah, we hear abandoned so, receiver. So wait a minute. So does, Rome, does gotta, this mean that Giz does not have to get any more boxes for you? No, I doesn't just, have to source. Anymore. No, that does not mean that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. That no, means that means you're gonna means, you're gonna do the homework. Rooster, you, you're gonna source the boxes. Rooster, you gotta leave. <laughs> Giz, I hope what you I'm don't try, feel the peer I'm, pressure. What, That's all I'm saying. It does not mean that Rooster stops sourcing, <laughs> but what it means I've got to step up my sourcing game, and I aim to do that. When? <laughs> this week. This Starting week, tomorrow? This weekend. In the near future. Yeah, yeah. for sure. This and, is the and best. How, how no, are honestly, you? I got to be honest. I'm not as... You're much better sorcerers than I am. No. Like, yes, you, you are. You, you are. You can achieve that same... Uh, Let's be real. Hang sort. on. No, How many true. boxes did you on your own order from one of our groups that we order cigars okay, from? Okay, so now, now this was to my fill very... fill those Tupperware. Yes, now this have. was my very, the very first time I was given access to this exclusive group. And I was like a kid in a candy store. These guys were so friendly, professional. And I mean, we, we really I was blown stopped away. you. We it really so, stopped you for a number so, of years well, from joining. Well, that. it did stop like, because no, here's the thing. No, I realized can't. I realized I didn't have a tower. I'm in Tupperware. It didn't make sense to continue buying. So I, I just put a hiatus on it. Now well, that the you, tower's you, here. You did, you did a lot of good buying for yourself, Ben. <laughs> well, you guys have everything I have in spades, and you know it. <laughs> Well, I, I didn't it. have a La Punta until you had. And I what's gave your us cigar that, rating, Rooster? I regretted that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, just as a reminder, though, Rooster only has thirty years left. Okay, okay, <laughs> just well, give or take, <laughs> mostly take, hopefully. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, all right, boys, you guys ready to rate the uh, Vegas Romanian Unico? What do you do think? Let's oh do yeah, it. yeah. Rooster, you're up again. You're up. Go, go the other way. No, you're up. Nope. All right, I'm going to give it an eight. And okay. the reason is the beginning of the cigar I loved. The middle was okay. And I think if if the whole cigar was like the beginning, well, like if, the flavors out of the beginning, I mean, that though, cigar, would, this would be a 10. So I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I'm also going to give it an eight. I've been kind of there since since we lit it. Uh, I, th- I do think with time, though, that it will be closer to a nine or 10. I'm also at an eight. And for me, an eight or higher is a cigar I would smoke again. And prior to having this, I thought I would never want to smoke one of these again. Having this, I absolutely would smoke another one of these. And I think Rooster's commentary on the first half versus the second half is exactly how I feel. If the first half were the whole way through, this would have got a nine. And I would actually source a box like tomorrow. But because it was not, it's an eight. Yep. I'll smoke one again, but I'm not going to chase these. Good points. Yep. I'd give it a nine. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not just, surprised. Wow. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You know, it fits my flavor profile. Really enjoyed it. So Bam's going to source you the next box. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You were waiting to say that. I know. 
Bam Bam. I will give it an eight. Eight. And I feel the exact same way Rooster does. I love the beginning. And I noted earlier how much I love the end. The middle was, it was smooth, but it lacked a bit of flavor. But it was very smooth and the earth notes started to come out in leather, which was very nice. So the Coppice Lizard score is an 8.2. That's great. You know, I must say the aroma out of the cigar yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, it's, 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 the aroma it's is great. It's intense. Yeah. It smells great. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all part of the experience. Like, so, there should be a car freshener of like this smell. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Unico, Unico car freshener. <laughs> <laughs> it is excellent. It's a great idea. Here's, here's a question <laughs> I have for you guys. Do you think, you, you know, you guys were saying about the middle. Do you think that it just needs time? It's or hard, do you think it's that hard it's, to, it's hard to tell? Okay. You know, like. I mean, the Classicos, we smoked those and that cigar, like from the beginning to the end. It was spectacular. You know, it, yeah. it was just awesome. It never flawless. stopped. It was, so, it was spectacular. So yeah. it, makes me, it makes me wonder if I go back and try one out of the older box, see how that compares. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if I can find it. Are these difficult to source? Well, that's good. We're going to record episode two right after this. With yeah. Rooster's box. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Only now you're going? Yeah, graduations, prom. Nap. You know, what was your question, Pagoda? Enough of the these fucking nap. <laughs> I mean, I've never taken an afternoon nap. And you're only like four years younger than That's me. true. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> we need a... We need a, uh, we need a therapist. Uh, yeah, we need a raccoon in the room. <laughs> you're going to be my raccoon. Pagoda, I'm sorry. What was your question? No, nothing. I was just wondering if these are difficult to source. Uh, no, I don't think they're incredibly challenging. I don't Dep think they depends come up on sourcing. Pagoda, <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Bam's getting blasted. Oh Lord, oh Lord. <laughs> no, uh, these, these I and the Famosa both are, I think, fairly reasonable to source. I don't think there is. You Famosas know, are not available. No, I guess yeah, the Famosas no, they're, they're are. I see them. Right, yeah, I right. see them. Uh, Unicos, though, you can get them. They, they pop up here and there. Certainly yes. not, you know, they're regular production. I don't think they're as, you know, as easy to get as like a D4 or, or, or something, or a Monty 2. They're not really sought after by the average yeah. uh, cigar smoker. A lot of folks that. don't chase these, which I think is unfortunate because the mark, I think, is just great. But um, as we discussed. But, yeah, these are, these are reasonably um, normal, I Available, would say. Yeah, to, yeah the source, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, to the listener, if you guys ever find like classicos, please email us. Oh gosh, and actually, just send them to us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't smoke them. Don't smoke don't them. Smoke them. them. <laughs> They're, really They're all bad. <laughs> all right, boys, an eight point two for the Vegas Romanian Unico tonight. Very good. Uh, Pagoda, thanks for the uh, whiskey. For the Japanese whiskey. Thank you. And uh, eight point two, boys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, that's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>